I was sitting in the service one day while I was incarcerated. And I heard the preacher say that the pain was preparation for the purpose. Never really understood what that meant until Jesus began to give me the revelation that although I had made mistakes and that I put myself in certain situations, that he and his goodness would still make sure that it worked out for my good. Man, there's so much pain, we're trying to see through the rain While trying hard to maintain, it's like we losing the game Although at times it's scary, I know it's necessary Sometimes we understand, sometimes it's contrary So how we feeling, what we believe We crying low, I mean, this ain't the way it should be I did it, my brother died at the age of 14 I didn't even know how to pray, know how to intercede Man, I was far from God, that's why your boy went hard Yo, I was mad at the world because it left me with scars Pop shit is dirty, and fake friends hurt me And mama loved my brother, felt like I wasn't worthy So much drama, how long will it last? I'm talking to my mama through her phone and this plexiglass And three years passed, I finally hugged her In that concrete jungle, I'm just trying to keep from going under Mic check, mic check, one, two, what up, what up, what up? Bishop, man, we back on, we're live from the great yes, northwest. Sir. Great northwest, man, we having that bipolar weather at the moment, you know, some sun breaks, <laughs> some clouds, then it'll start raining, then the temperature will drop, it was cold this morning, getting it to warm up, you know, typical northwest type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? We want to welcome everybody in, man. Anybody who's tuning in with us today uh, from our Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, we appreciate you. This is the No Judgment Zone. I'm your host, Miguel Profect Esparza, along with my esteemed host, uh, pastor, father in the faith, um, senior pastor at Early Church Ministries. We want to thank you for joining us. That is Bishop, by the way. Um, yeah. God bless you, man. I love you. Uh, we always want to start off with that, you know, because that's what we do every day anyways. Amen. Um, we, we start off with love. And right now, I just feel that in my spirit, man, because, you know, man, people got to understand God really loves them. Yeah. And if you love God, you can't hate your brother. Come on. You can't hate your neighbor. You can't hate people. I hear people say that all the time. I can't stand people. It's like, well, the kingdom business might not be for you then. Uh, because we're called to people. Uh, sorry for you introverts out there. But, uh, yeah, you are called to go out. Yeah. To go out into the world. Not invite a person to church. It's go out to the world. I'm always emphasizing that now. Because sometimes yeah. we overlook certain words that mean a lot. You know, there are some words that we overlook that mean a lot. Those little words make what Jesus said important. 
And we forget that, you know, that he tells us to go out into all the world. Go out. The world ain't trying to come over here. Bishop, the world's not trying to come over here. They don't care. We have to go out there. That's right. We have to go out there because, see, God knew that too. That's why David was able to write, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that look for God. So guess what? God had to send his only son to come here. Mm-hmm. He came here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> because he said, look, that, that sin is going to keep them from coming here. So I have to go to them for the remission of those sins so that they could come here by faith. You know, and so we, you know, sometimes we forget that we got to go. You know, we got to go out there too. People ain't going to hear about Jesus unless somebody tell them. How will they know unless a preacher be sent? That's right. And some may just have heard from a distance and aren't sold yet. And so God needs you to go make it convincing. To go to go be the agent of faith that'll help them make that decision. Because some people are just a decision away. It just depends how they hear it. Oh, that's right. You know, so, some of us, bro, like sometimes we want people, we want to pray people in and all that, and all that works too. But at the same time, it's like, maybe if you opened your mouth, maybe if you started being a little bolder, you know, and making it a, a, a an objective to speak and just tell the gospel the way it is, maybe that's all they need to hear. Right? Maybe it's just, oh, well, now that you say that, you know what? I do believe. I, I would like to accept Jesus right now. Amen. But if nobody's saying nothing... It's very rare that the world just all of a sudden will tell you, hey, you know what, man? I'm in need of Jesus, bro. I'm in need of a Savior, man. Right, right. I, I'm ready to give it all up right now. That's, that's not very common. So we got to be the ones to speak up. And that's why I'm thankful for this particular platform, because we hope that we're agents of faith, meaning we're people who are speaking the things of God that will help somebody out there make the choice. Not only do we teach and preach, we're evangelizing too. Amen. Because he who wins souls is wise. Right. So we we want to get people saved. But you know, Bishop, you you're an equipping dude. You know, salvation is the start, but you're the type of dude that, you know what, man, I I you're saved, you're a part of the family. Now this is how it works. Your salvation is sealed because of your faith. But this is how you walk this thing. Let, uh-huh. let, let me help you understand that God has a purpose for you. That he's given right. you gifts. That he values you and what he's put in you and wants to stir up the gift that's inside of you. Let me put the premise on you. 
in knowing that, hey, God has called you. You ain't never been the type to be like some of these religious people acting like they're the gatekeepers to the kingdom of God. <laughs> you got some of these pastors won't let you anoint other people because they feel the power is only in their hands to anoint people with that oil. They got the anointing oil locked up in the back. And want nobody else anointing nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, only I can, only I have the authority to anoint you. Nah, bro, pass me that. Matter of fact, you know, I'm going to go by, I'm going to go to the store and give me some pure virgin olive oil, put some in my stuff, pray over it, and guess what? I got it too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I anoint my family every morning. I ain't got to go through nobody to do that. Come on. Because God, I am anointed. You're anointed. The anointing is upon me. That's right. God has given me the word of God. He's given me the gospel to preach. He's given me power and authority. He's given it to, that's what I love about God. He gave it to anybody who believes. It ain't no selected few. It ain't isolated to the pastor. It ain't isolated to the person who went through the 10-year college degree regime and, 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 and got doctrines and plaques on the wall because of the. Come on, man. We got to cut that out in 2021, man. That religion stuff is out the window. Don't you see what's going on in the world? Don't you see how God's used some of this stuff to shut down some of these religion organizations, bro, so that the real church can show up? I'm keeping it 100, bro. I'm being honest. That's why some of these spots then closed up a little bit, bro, because God's like, hey, man, listen, I got to close this down right now because y'all putting too much hope into this building. And I ain't never been about no building. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, you know, we... I hope, I hope God is talking to these men and women of God who have been leaders in these big churches, and, and I really hope, man, he's showing them that, you know, I, I want to trust God that he is, um, and that we're reversing this ideology of what religion is, um, because it, it's, it's never been God's intent, that, that, that's never been God's intent. I was laughing at that video you had sent me a while, the lady was super like, Christianity didn't even derive from the Bible. I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> what the heck? She's like, I don't know what Bible he read. No, what Bible are you reading? Right. Just because Jesus wasn't a, 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 a claiming Christian, because we know he wasn't, he's a Jew, right? But that doesn't mean that our faith didn't derive from the work of Christ. That's where it came from. Come on. So he is the starting point of that. So, I mean, the word Christian is in the Bible. <laughs> it really is. Read the book of Acts. <laughs> so, you know, and that simply means a follower of Christ. That's what, that's what it means, a follower of Christ. They identified you. If you were a Christian, that's what they meant. They meant to say, oh, He's been under, he or she has been under him. 
they have followed him. That's why we're saying that. Yeah. So I don't know what she was ranting and babbling on. She sounded like she got some church hurt. Lord to help her. Uh, get her saved. Praise the Lord. But it's just funny that you got these smart people just thinking because they're smart that for some reason their intelligence is uh dismantling God somehow. I don't get it. I don't get it. But God already warned us of that. Jesus already explained all that away. That's what I love about God, too. Whatever you hear, any criticism, any kind of, you know, words that aren't of faith, guess what? God's already beat us to the curve on that. He already warned us. <laughs> you know, he was already yeah. the, he was already ahead of the curve on that one. <laughs> So yeah, anyways, that's that's my intro, man. Just welcoming welcoming everybody in, bro, because honestly, we love we love doing this, man. We love doing the things of God, you know? Um it's a joy, man. Um once upon a time, I was sitting there thinking like, "Dang, you know, what's my purpose, bishop, you know? What am yeah. I I know I'm saved. I know that, but dang, what else? Am I just supposed to sit here?" Am I just supposed to come to church every week? Am I just supposed to be at Bible study all day? Aren't I supposed to be doing something too? Because I like to be active. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like now I get, now I feel more fulfilled when I'm active. And, and by the way, it's not a, a fulfillment of I feel like I'm a good person or I feel that I've earned. Uh, a brownie point with God today, and I feel like I'm well on my way to the kingdom because of my works. No, has nothing to do with that. I already know where that comes from. But I'm saying, like, you want to be used. You want to be somewhere you being used, and that's another reason why I love what we're doing now, Bishop. I love this podcast thing because the church can sit there and say, "You'll never preach in my pulpit again." Yeah, somebody said that to me, and guess what? He ain't preaching in his own pulpit no more. My point exactly. Mm. So somebody could say no, but God say, let me show you something. You can't stop the people I've called. Come on. You can't muzzle the mouth of the ox. That's what the word says. A preacher and a teacher going to preach and teach. It don't matter if you don't want it to happen. It's going to happen. So while they out there saying, oh, yeah. Glad we got rid of those guys. Guess what? We still right here worldwide. Preaching the truth of Jesus Christ. Why? Because you can't stop it. They didn't stop us in prison. How are they going to stop us now? I don't get it. I don't know, man. People just need to just quit putting God in the box and quit trying to stop God's people. And watch out because you can't. You can't stop. Bishop, I can't stop you. Listen, I can't stop you from what God has for you. Come on. I can't stop what God has already put in motion. I would be coming against God. That's right. And that's what people forget too. You think you're doing something, but you're coming against God. Like, yeah, okay, look. I know like Bishop, me and you are well aware. There's some pastors and some you know, people in leadership, we know for a fact, man, like how the hell, 
What? Ain't no way these dudes, these dudes don't even know anything really in the word. But there's still a part of you that says, I'm still going to respect him. I'm not going to fight against God. I'm not going to sit there and try to do anything to remove him or come against him. Right. Because that's not my place, regardless if I agree or disagree with something. So me, I got a little more fear for God than that. Unlike some people we know that'll just flat out tell you, I don't care about none of that Christian stuff. I'll come and I'll blah, blah, blah to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you got to be careful. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that, man. Can't do that. I'm not going to come against God's anointed. I'm not going to do. I don't want to find myself fighting against God. Ooh. I just don't. I, I mean, just like you, I'm waiting for God to do some great things in my life. Why do I want to hinder that? Why do I want to be found as God's enemy? I know I'm not. Why would I do that? So these are just some thoughts that I've had today. Um. And it's just funny because the devil, you know, we talked about this the other day, you know, the devil, he ain't all knowing, but he knows some, he know enough to try to stop you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like he knows enough to, oh, 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 he, he, he or she thinks she going to be blessed today or they going to be, man, let me send a few attacks over there. Let me shake that up. Let me go disrupt that. And um, his only hope is that you lose your faith. That's his only hope, that you lose your faith in God and, and, and in the redemptive work of Christ. That, that's his aim, to the believer anyways. The ones who don't believe, I mean, he already got them in a headlock. But for the, unbe- for the believer, that's all he can really do is, how do I knock you off of your square? How do I get you to not believe? How do I get right. you to abandon what you've heard? How do I come, right. you know, and and pluck out the word that has been sown into your heart? He'll say, I know what to do. I'll go attack his family. I'll go attack his things. I'll go attack all this stuff around him because him I can't really do nothing with. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I know he hidden in Christ. I can't really get him, him. But maybe if I could disrupt what's going on outwardly, that'll shake up what's going on inwardly. Yeah, especially if he starts trying. You know, when he starts attacking a family, he knows that that's yeah something that if you're not skilled in spiritual warfare, it's gonna affect you. See. What, 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 because see, Satan only deals in fear. He don't deal in faith. Mm-hmm. So he knows the ones that really have faith, you know, of the Lord Jesus Christ in them. Right. You know, you know so he already knows, okay, this dude got a shield, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a shield of faith. He knows how to warfare or she knows how to warfare. So when I attack this area, they're not gonna fold and buckle and go back, you know, to a to a to a to a uh, to a to a uh, uh, 
to a to the garrison and not fight, you know. They're going to remain on the front line and they're going to fight because they understand their victory. Yes. They understand their victory. Praise the Lord, bro. Praise God. I, I was thinking about what you said initially when you first started, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and you were saying that we have to go out, you know. We have to go out. And, you know, I think, you know, and some people say, well, I'm not an evangelist, but, you know, you you can operate under the spirit of evangelism because the Holy Spirit is the gift and he has the gifts, you know, and, you know, he, he, he is the one that will equip you, you know, to go out and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus said that he wouldn't speak of himself. Right. But 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 that he would only, you know, exalt him. He would only lift Christ up, you know. And 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 you know, we used to talk about your middle finger being, you know, that God's hand. That middle finger, you know, is what can reach in any place. You know, that 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 middle finger ain't used. Uh. 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 It's not used how the world uses it and depict the middle finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but but that middle finger can go. It can. It, it's longer than any other finger, so it can reach in places that the other finger can't reach and be more effective. That's the evangelist, you know, within fivefold ministry. That that evangelist. That's what the evangelist does. And 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 and, and praise the Lord. I like that. You know how the spirit, you know, he can, he can, the spirit can pick someone that is least, that you least expect, amen, huh. to be able to go out and to minister and witness and influence, you know, those in the world that Jesus is Lord and that they are to make a step. Now, they got to make a step too, and that's come. Right. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye who are laboring and heavy laden. He said, I'll give you rest. Our responsibility is for him to be lifted up. He says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Some people is hiding Jesus. Right? Mm, mm, mm. They're hiding. You know, they don't they don't display him in the public. You know, they 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 they're ashamed. I told you I was dealing with two two Christian women at work, and I asked them, I said, do you guys know what your common denominator is? They could never tell me. One was training uh, One was training on my ship, and when she went back to the other ship, and I seen both of them together, I said, you guys still haven't found that common denominator? He was like, uh, well, we are, we're, we're both supervisors. <laughs> we're both supervisors. <laughs> They're getting all of this. And these people with college degrees, and I'm saying, really? Oh, man. <laughs> and I looked at one of them and said, what? You guys have the same faith from what I... Soon as that, I mean, soon as soon as I said faith, her head dropped to the ground, bro. Like, he's uh, mm. really mentioning this. And it wasn't but us three in the room. Mm. Yeah. Bro, wow. that, that, the world put so much pressure on their own, you know, to not represent Christianity. So us, 
when we try to camouflage ourselves and blend in with the world, huh. you know, now, now, now we're held to, you know, what their culture and we and we and if we mention anything about Jesus, you know, now we're ostracized from 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 their culture or or or, or from a, or from the group that we're in with them. Right, right, right. Come right. on, man. Wow. That's why Jesus said, "If you're ashamed of me and my words, mm. Mm -hmm. bro, I'm. A, I don't care where we go, Miguel. I don't care where we're at. I, it, it doesn't matter. I will live. I ain't saying I'm perfect because I'm not. I'm far from it. Right. But one thing. But one thing I do understand. I understand my purpose." as a follower of Christ. Yes. <clears throat> you know, and, 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 and it's twofold to tell people about his love for them and to demonstrate his love to them. Right. And so, you know, and, and, and you know, in order for us to tell about his love, we got to look at it scriptorial. <laughs> Romans 5 and 8. And this is the love. Right. That he had for us. And while we were yet sinners, huh. Christ wow. died for us. Take it or leave it. But guess what? I'm going to plant the seed. Wow. Because I'm going to tell you this. All of these other faiths, every other faith say that they have the truth. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this much. Like I told a dude decades ago. I looked at him in his eyes and say, I'd rather go to hell believing in, believing in Jesus than to believe in anything else. Right. So that'll just tell you where I'm at. So ain't no convincing me to <laughs> jump ship, believe in nothing, to be convinced. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to somebody who can't listen to the Holy Spirit to get revelation concerning who Jesus Christ is. Yeah. That's why another book seems, oh, well, that's easier. That makes sense. Mm, mm, yeah, right. that makes sense because your mind is wide open. Right. And what Pastor Bob says, say your mind to, say your, say, your, say your mind is, your mind is so open until your brains are falling out. Yeah. <laughs> you say you're so open-minded, your brains are falling out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's real, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's super real, bro, because, man, I'm telling you, we've, and and you you had already made you know your decision you know to follow Christ you know um, long before I did and you know I was around those people and you know that were following you know um, Islam and Buddhism you know there was some dudes I was around that they was God conscious, you know, and they was talking about God and things like that. But my whole thing was, well, how come these dudes ain't really that different though? Like, I don't really see nothing different about them because I always thought that, you know, you're talking about God, you know, you're talking about a higher being and somebody greater than you, somebody that has made every, like I knew that type of thing. Like I knew he made everything. I know, he's powerful and he knows stuff and he can do things, you know, that type of little basic kind of knowledge. Right. 
So, but but I'm thinking that okay, if it's somebody that's following God and like they're 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 in some kind of worship or some kind of just just following, right? That there would be some kind of difference with them. Like you would look at them differently. And just being in that environment, and you know how it is, because in prison, it's all together. It's 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 gumbo. You know, you're in there with everybody and everything and every kind of belief and every kind of spirit, you know. And that's what rung out different to me. I was, I just didn't see these dudes as anything different. So I never really... I never gravitated to none of that other stuff because there was no difference to me. So I'm like, well, shoot, these dudes are no different to me. So I'm cool where I'm at. I don't want to add waking up at five in the morning and washing my face and toes and have it. Man, it ain't different. So why do I want to wake up early for that? Right. Just kind of like little things that just logically worked on my mind at the time. But then when it came to like the faith, Christianity, I did notice things were different. Irregardless of like the stereotype in prison, which we know what that is. It's not a very popular thing to be a Christian in prison. In fact, it's very tough. Um. That's real, bro. It's very tough because of what you're labeled already. Right. I was right. labeled some stuff that I ain't never been around or near just because I was yeah. saved. Yeah. So that was that part. But for the most part, I would say that there was a difference with the Christian. There's just something different about him. So I knew even then, oh, God's in them. I wasn't like them dudes we experienced when we were sitting there trying to have Bible study and they're loud and gambling and slamming cards next to us, walking by you, brushing up on you, trying to get some anointing, thinking it's some good luck charm so they could win their little game, you know, you know, being all loud and crazy. I was the type to be like, oh, God's people, I'm going around them. I don't want to disrespect them. You got a reverence. Yeah, oh man, look at these folk. These look at these Bible thumpers. I I had nothing to say. I never said yes or yeah, <laughs> look at them. Nope, I kept my mouth closed. Come on. I kept it to myself. I pondered it and kept it to myself and just said, "You know, it's safer if I just go around them." <laughs> man, look at these punks. Man, there's some suckers on that Bible stuff. I don't have no opinion about that because if what they believe is true, I'm a little scared because I could probably die if I did something to them or something. That's how I thought, bro. Like, that's that's how my mind was. I'm like, I don't know, man. If, if I disrespect one of them, I might, like, get a heart attack suddenly or something. I don't know. I'm good, though. I'm not trying to come against none of that. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I did have that reverence, bro. And I think that's why when I heard the truth, I I I accepted it as such because I knew that no, this is true. This is real. This is this makes perfect sense to me. Right. You know, this is by far the more the most simple explanation that I've heard when it came to God. And 
the simplicity was in Christ. That's what his word said. He'll make the simple wise. So the gospel message to me was, yeah, that is, I do believe that. I believe that. Come on. And believing that gave me a hope. I didn't, I didn't hear hope in Muhammad or Buddha or Joseph Smith or whatever. I didn't hear no hope in that. Right. And that's not a biased opinion. You know, that's not a biased thing that I'm saying to knock anybody else. I'm just saying truth is truth. And truth does make sense if you receive it. So, yeah, I feel you on that, Bishop. When you said, you know, when you quoted what Jesus said as far as um, if you're ashamed of me in front of men, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my father and all his angels. Man. Like that scripture came to me before I even read it when I'm sitting there trying to get back on from being backslidden and what have you. And I'm sitting there in front of the little opening. You know how I go, you know, I was at age five in front of that opening. And I heard this dude I was cool with making fun of me kind of because I got a Bible in my hand and I'm waiting for the church movement. Right. And he had mentioned some. And as soon as he mentioned it, I kind of like turned away. But when I turned away, that scripture came to my heart, bro. And I don't think I even read it yet. But that's what I heard God say. If you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. And at that very moment, the spirit of God gave me the boldness to turn around and say, yeah, bro, that's where I'm going. I'm going to church because I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I go to church now, bro. What's the problem? What's so funny about that? I got right. on, I got on my Joe Pesci, bro. All my Goodfellas. Well, why so? Why is that so funny? Tell me. <laughs> you remember that movie? You know that movie scene when he was talking about, oh man, you a funny guy. And he just like got super serious and was like, funny how? <laughs> hey, that's how I got with him. I'm like, how is that? What's so funny about this? Like, yeah, bro, I'm going to church, bro. Like, shoot, I ain't. What and? And he was like, oh, man, I'm just messing with you. That's a good thing. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, you know, because that was real to me. Like, what? if I'm going to be ashamed in front of these suckers, these guys ain't God. They're not God. They ain't sending me to heaven or hell. Who are these do? I'm going to be ashamed of him. Heck no. Nah. Right. Yeah. So anyways, that was my little rant, but it's real. <laughs> <laughs> you just, it's real bro it's real man um, yes 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 I mean that's that you know that's what I guess that's what you know and we're not trying to convince nobody but we just letting you know the audience know you know that hey look this this thing is real it's just not a jailhouse religion you know like people say oh well yeah, he, he he got religion. Oh, he he got religion. He found, <laughs> he, he, he found religion. You know, when he went to, 
you know, uh, when he went to the Jizon or whatever. I'm like, no, bro, no. I, I, that's what I had before I went. That's probably why I wind up in there. Huh. Right? I, I, I only had a form of godliness. You know, I mean, I grew up, you know, in a Christian home. You know, I grew up knowing what traditionalism was. Right. You know, I grew up, you know, uh, 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 thinking that religion was the definition of Christianity. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard the word so much. They even had a song, Give Me That Old Time Religion. Mm. You know, it's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. was, it, it was good enough for my mother. You know, that, that, and I'm listening and I'm like, wow. But, but, but <clears throat> when I surrendered my life, you know, to the Lord Jesus, you know, that brought me into a right relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, then my life began to change. Then you began to see the difference. Right. The way that I was and the things that I used to do, I didn't do them anymore. Right. You know, and and and, and, and contrary to popular belief, it didn't have nothing to do with, it had to do with the fear of the Lord, not the fear of it, because I, I just, you know, for God just never wired me like that. I just never really been, I've I never been scared of people like that. Right. <clears throat> you know, I mean, and, and, and because maybe it's because I had, you know, I'm the, I'm the baby, you know, of all of those siblings and my brothers, you know, they, they, you know, dealing with them every day, slapping me upside the head and beating me up. And <laughs> I remember the first time I tried to fight my brother head up, you know, and we really got into a, uh, 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 really a knockdown. Man, that dude knocked me out. Knocked me unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> that dude oh, hit, man, man. That's the first time I ever been knocked out. Man, that dude knocked me out. No, I'm talking about knocked me out. You talking about he was scared. Boy, he was scared. Oh, man. Yeah, but that, yeah, because we, we was getting down. That dude knocked me out, bro. I was like, man. I woke up and, and and instead of me saying, you know, I ain't messing with this dude, guess what? <laughs> I was thinking of a way of how to get him. I had held, bro, for years I held that in my heart. I said, I'm going to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rather than saying, well, you know, I took that one. You know, I, I, I got to learn from that one. Unconsciousness don't feel good. You're pretty vulnerable. Huh. Right. Yeah. I, you know, but, you know, I'm just I'm just grateful, man, that, you know, and I know we've been we've been really like, for some reason, the last couple of weeks, just kind of hammering salvation and hammering, you know, you know, uh, uh, life eternal and what we've inherited and 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 and, and, and the sureties of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people say, well, that's sh- well, they're pretty confident. Yeah. I know without a shadow of a doubt. Huh. If I was a betting man, I bet everything I had. Yes. On Jesus being Lord and that what he's promised is coming to I bet everything that I have. And I and I'll never turn. You ain't gonna you ain't, if, if 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 one day we 
And look, we're not in the Middle East, and I know you don't have to be in the Middle East to undergo the persecution, you know, that Jesus said to go, uh, that we would undergo, because we've right. undergone some, mm-hmm. but not to that extent. Yeah. And let me tell you something, though. I just believe in my heart of hearts, and I was telling you and Jim this, uh, when did we have the meeting? Last Wednesday or two Wednesdays ago? Uh, probably like two Wednesdays ago, yeah. About two Wednesdays ago. I... I, I I, I looked right at you and Jim, you know, and, and, and the Lord just really um, impressed this upon me that one of the things that's going, people don't have to be tripping on the vaccine. That's people who are spiritually ignorant. Man. Those are the ones who's afraid to take the vaccine, think it has, oh, well, the mark of the beast. And that, that's, that's what that is. That has, that has nothing to do. We know as Christians exactly how that's going to take place. Right, And we also believe in pre-rapture, that we're not going to be here. Because guess what? He has, Jesus has saved us from the wrath to come. Right, right, right. For the Christian, the tribulation is the wrath to come. And so people can, we can stop panicking and more so focus on our readiness for his coming back for us. Right, right, that, right. That, that's where our focus should be, because as far as the market of bees, how that's going to be implemented, we already know. The Word of God has told us how that's going to be implemented. But and, and I'll just give, you know, somebody uh, who's out there that might have some questions in their mind. You know, one thing that's if you notice, the pandemic sent the entire world into a state of an emergency. Right? Yes. A state of emergency. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. When Christians, like I told you and Jeff, when Christians are caught up, you don't think that the world is going to be in a state of emergency if if three billion people (laughs) all of a sudden leave the earth? Yeah. I mean, planes falling out the sky, trucks. Uh, colliding, uh, cars running it, uh, bro. It's gonna be so chaotic until the countries and nations are not gonna have a choice but to come under the European Union. They're not gonna have a choice. The Antichrist. They, look, they're not gonna have a choice. He's he he. When he set up his temple in Jerusalem, they're, they're, when he's sitting in the temple, they're, they're not gonna have a choice because. It's going to be de- it's going to be depopulized. Right, 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 right. So now, 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 if you're depopulized and 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 you're only so large, yeah, okay. Now you're going to have to fall under one leader, one world order. You know, because you know if they're not going, nobody's going to be independent like that no more huh. because of the hole that's going to be, you know, in the world. In the nations. Right. I, I know that makes sense. I didn't have to go to some uh, theological seminary to find that out. You know, God just kind of gave me revelation on that. I was like, no, 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 no. Think about if you're missing these many people. Think about how suddenly when it takes place. You know, it, you're talking about, and, and see, and this Antichrist is going to be the, he's, he, he's going to play the major role in rebuilding the world. Right, 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 right. It's going to be a rebuilding process, just like with the pandemic. 
rebuilding. Man. Last year, we didn't have no hope. This time last year, guess what? We had no hope. Well, we did because we remained in the word of God. Definitely. Right? We never slacked. No, 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 no. But, but you know, but the world didn't have, man, they were scrambling around for an answer. And I'm saying, okay, it's time for the people of God to stand up. Where are these these prophets and prophets and prophets of the Lord? Right. I remember I remember we were saying that. And then all of a sudden you had, you know, some peek their head out, you know, and show some clouds, but it wasn't no rain coming. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, man, come on, man. And then all of a sudden Ooh-wee. you know, towards the end, you know, they 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 had their thermometer on Donald Trump, you know, who Praise the Lord. You know, we, we we knew when he was coming into office. We knew that in 14, 14, something like that. Yeah, his first, yeah, before his first term. Yep, absolutely. At the men's meeting, we, 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 we prophetically heard that, that Donald Trump would be the president of the United States. And, you know, everybody's, everybody's face was like, like, this idiot. So, you know, praise the Lord. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, no, that, I mean, everything we're saying is still along with just what's been on, in our, in the spirit, you know, of, of making sure that, well, that you know that your salvation is sure. Um, because all these turbulent things, you know, it's meant to do that. You know, it's meant to cause you to question, it's meant to cause you to doubt, you know what I'm saying? Um, there, there's, there's, there's more than one way to be fooled, right? Um, and even Jesus said, you know, if, if, if it were possible that he would fool the very elect, you know, um, and I'm glad that he said, if it were possible, because, you know, those who know, they know that that's, that can't happen no matter what happens. Um, they're going to hang on to him, um, come, you know, hell or high water. And I think that's what. Not I think, but I know that's why we've been through what we've been through. Um, as a, as a, how do I say it? I always look at prison now as similar to when, you know, uh, I believe it was Jacob, correct me if I'm wrong, when he wrestled with God. Yes. And he told him, he said, I'm not going to let you go until you tell me who you are. You know, and when the scuffle was over, it said that he that he touched his hip to where he ended up leaving that with basically a dislocated hip and he remained with a limp for the rest of his life. But it was a reminder that he had wrestled with God or that he has seen God. Right. And and for me, that's kind of how prison is like it's my reminder <laughs> you know it is it's, it's my reminder that this is where I met Jesus this is where he showed me everything that I apply now that has helped me in my faith that has helped me in the world that I'm in right now yeah 
So when things are tough, God always reminds me, yeah, but it was tougher before. Yet I walked you through it. Yes. You had more joy in it. You had peace in it. You were in my word through it. So when things arise now, I always have a point of reference. Yes. Because guess what? Every swinging Christian, <laughs> you said swinging Richard, every swinging, <laughs> every swinging Christian has to have that experience with God and will. Because this ain't, listen, man, this ain't, uh, this ain't a cakewalk every day. This ain't all smiles every day. Life happens to everyone. And I believe every Christian needs that experience. They need us. They need, every Christian must go through a suffering. Amen or oh me. Amen. I mean, they, they, they have to, every Christian has to have that and will have that in their resume. Jesus said it. Yeah, Jesus said it himself. Um, and don't get scared because the encouragement of that is, is that if we suffer with him, we'll also reign with him. That's what it says. And the suffering we suffer, it ain't like the world suffers. It isn't as the world sorrows. That's how the Bible puts it. We have a hope through it. Yes. We have comfort through it. So while it may be hurtful and painful at the moment, guess what? That 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 pain turns into praise. You know, it turns into worship. It turns into a more intimate intimacy with God. Um so we all have to have that. We all have to have that experience. Sorry. Sorry guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if, if you just got saved and you're riding high on emotions, praise the Lord, but you know we're we're all gonna go through some something because that something is what prepares us to what God has for us and equips us to be in the place we will be. Bro, if we didn't go through what we've been through, I don't think we'd even be right here. No, no. No. I'd probably be blowing a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and cooking in the kitchen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like we wouldn't even be doing as something as what some people might seem simple as a podcast. Like we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have nothing to come off for you. To be honest, hey. We might have started, like you said, we might have started a whole different show. We might have been one of them cats out there with a weed show or something. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Talking talking some reckless stuff about things that All don't. That smoke. Yeah, things that don't really mean anything. Right. And don't get me wrong. I like those two guys. And if I ever spoke with them, especially Stephen Jackson, because I believe that Matt Barnes believes, because I've just heard it you know, in his conversation, you know. And so I would definitely have a conversation with them about, you know, their carnal nature, you know, because that's what 
bro, that's what a lot of people, you know, and a, a lot of uh, Christians even struggle with and don't realize that that's what it is. You know, yeah. their carnal nature. I didn't mm. mean to cut you off, but that, that just, that thought came in, you know? No, oh yeah. That's what a lot of people struggle with. Uh, Kirk Franklin, I forget the song that he made. I think it was in 2013 or 11, but, but, but the picture that was on his album was him in white shorts and in a boxing ring, you know, and he was fighting himself, but himself was KO and he had on black shorts, right? He was the opponent. And basically he was saying that his biggest enemy, you know, is his enemy. Huh. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's, it still ties because, you know, we don't, even when we say things, we speak from a kingdom perspective, you know, and, and I don't think a lot of ministers out there do a good job in, um, separating, calling a, a spade a spade without being rude. Right. They think because you call a spade a spade that you hate something or hate somebody. Right. Um, if that's the case, again, Jesus would never have died for us while we were yet in sin. Yeah. So he yeah. loves us, <laughs> you know, he loves us, but he don't love what's not of him. He don't love what's sin. He don't love what's unholy. He don't love what's of the devil. He don't love none of those things, but he loves you, you know? And, um, so when we speak, we speak of the same nature. We, we might be able to say here and say, Hey man, you know, all this, whatever this weed smoking and all this, whatever, duh, duh, duh. you know, we may not like that, but the person. Oh man, come on the show. Come on, come talk with us, man. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hey, look, <laughs> you know, because we're 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 sportsmen. We're especially we're that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because see, look, look, in the joint, it ain't like you look. You you ain't watching nothing crazy. Well, what they do watch is soap opera during the day. That's the ones who ain't programming. <laughs> they be right? watch women, they be trying to watch the women on whatever. But for the most part, if you sell up with anybody, guess what? Or oh, multiple ESPN and news, you're going to watch. Right. You're going to watch that. So uh, all of what you're talking about, nah, you're going to watch that. You, especially yeah. with those lifers, bro, because they already, they already programmed, especially if you got a date, you ain't walking up in nobody's house talking about what you're watching. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, what you're doing is you being humble, saying, "Hey, man, look, I'm just a visitor. Whatever you, whatever you do, whatever you watch." Yeah. Hey, but let me tell you, I remember, I remember, uh, 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 I had this lifer, you know, in there, man, and, and he was a Muslim, obviously. Man, that dude, bro. After about a month. That dude started questioning his own faith. Man, he had to get me up out of there. <laughs> I'm like, no. You, and, and, you know, I love apologetics, but, I, you know, the Holy Spirit equipped me, man, to, to contend for the faith. I, never, I had never read a book. I never heard of anybody. I had never listened to anybody. Mm. You know, obviously, we didn't have, you know, YouTube or none of that, you know, or which that wasn't even going like that. But I, I never really, you know, heard of anybody now 
that's like, you know, public, like, you know, like Jew 3 is, is tough, man. I, I love them, you know, but I didn't have that. In their place, it was just, it was strictly the Holy Spirit. Right. It was it was strictly the Holy Ghost, and and again, you know it, that that basically echoed Peter three, you know that that we are to have an answer for every man right. that concerning the hope that is with. Listen, if you can't tell somebody about salvation, you have to go back to the drawing board and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and walk you through yes. the salvation plan. Because if you cannot minister to somebody how to come to the Lord, man, you're defeating your purpose. My God. Because that's what your purpose here is to do. Right. And so, you know, that, you know, I mean, and it was strictly the Holy Spirit that was giving me the answers <clears throat> that I needed to have for this man, you know, that was convinced that what he believed was truth. Yes. And so, you know, praise the Lord, you know, yeah. thank God for the Holy Spirit. That's a, that's a good reminder though. I mean, because man, basic Christianity ain't so basic to a lot of people. No, not here, not in Western civilization. You know, the, the, that's right. That basics, man, we, we think Christianity is just going to some building and listening to somebody preach for an hour. Exactly. I, I mean, bro, that's not. <laughs> I love that you brought that part up because that should be in every Christian's basic Christian kit is knowing how to introduce somebody to Christ. Remember, remember one time you had some people that was leading, they were so-called leaders and at the end of the service, you know, because there's so many people, you know, the pastor or whoever was teaching, you know, there would be times they'd be like, you know, wh whoever's considered leaders here or whatever, you know, stand up, come to the front. Then you would have a handful of guys go up there and he'll instruct, he'll instruct them. Hey, you know, if you need prayer, come up here, get in the line or if, if you need to get saved, come up here and, and these these men of God, they're going to help you. Uh, to do that and, and, and introduce you to Christ and you can come give your life. Bro, remember how many dudes be up in there and didn't know how to do that? Yep. They were just like, they were just like pray for you, but they, but, but when it was specifically said, come up here for, to receive Christ, to receive self. And these guys will go into a prayer, not even a salvation prayer. They were just like, and it's like, they didn't do it because they didn't know how to do it. That's right. But yet they were standing up saying they were leaders. How are you a leader or con considering yourself a leader? Let me put it that way. And you don't know how to walk somebody into salvation. Come on, bro. No Christian, Christians, hold on. Do, 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 do. Christians out there, anybody listening, anybody who's professing to be saved and Jesus is in your life, in your heart, he's your master, and you, you should know how to lead somebody to Christ. Period. Come on. Period. And no, 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 no. Hey, I, I feel you want to get saved. Listen, come to church on Sunday with me. No. Bro, 
Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Look, Go ahead. In the most peculiar circumstance, <clears throat> that's why I like I like prison as a as an example, because in the most peculiar circumstance is when the Holy Spirit will use you, because He's the one that draws those to salvation. It says, "To as many that are led by the Spirit of God," Romans eight fourteen. To them are called the sons of God, and. I think about, you know, the first thing I think about and always think about, because it's simple, is in Acts 16 to where, you know, the jailer, you know, after the earthquake had took him, or after God shook the prison, rather, not the earthquake, they thought it was an earthquake, but after he shook the prison, uh-huh. you know, and that jailer, you know, he was like, man, look, I'm done. Mm. These prisoners escaped. That's the policy. If 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 a prisoner escaped on my watch, mm. guess what? I'm 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 cooked. I'm it's cooked. a death sentence. Yes. But he's seen Paul and Silas standing fast, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the most important question I believe that is asked. That's how you know that one has opened up the door to invite Christ in when the question is asked. So what do I need to do to become a Christian? What must I do yes. to be saved? Yes, yes. You know, and put Paul, Paul simply says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ Ooh. and thou shalt be saved. That's how simple it is. Come on, man. That got me excited. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, people, people go through these, go through this big list. Right, pros yeah. and cons, and what you got to do. No, mm. all you have to do is believe. Jesus said, "Believe on the one whom He has sent." Yes, that's it, right there, man. It's, it's simple. I always tell, bro, when I when I'm talking to people on the street, they goes, "Well, yeah, well, I got to stop doing this." I think God ain't tell you to stop doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, come on. All man. He told you to do is one thing: believe. Believe, bro. Yeah. Amen. You know, and so, you know, that, that, that is what gives me, you know, the desire and the motor and the zeal to tell people about Jesus and how they can be saved through him. Because it's simple. Mm -hmm. He gave us a simple formula. Yes. And look, it ain't you that's saving nobody anyway. It's the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Exactly. You I know, ain't got no power to save nobody. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. We, we, we. And, 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 you know, bro, I, I just, you know, I, I'll look at anybody and say, look, man, I don't know this. I don't know that. But one thing that I do know, I was blind. Mm. Now I see. Yes. That's, that's, yes. That's all I can, you know, hey. It is what it is. And daily, bro, daily, 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 the Holy Spirit, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God mm-hmm. sanctifies me, you know, sets me apart, you know, uh, gives me, you know, continue, you know, to remind me that I've had open heart surgery yes. and that my heart is the heart of Christ now. Yes. That it's a new heart and that the Holy Spirit has full control and that he's the one that is teaching me and that is influencing me and that is leading me, that is guiding me, you know, to obey God's word 
<clears throat> as I cooperate with him. Yes. You know, and, and again, like, like we always talk about, you know, there's a prescribed order <clears throat> to how the Holy Spirit, you know, will work with you. And that's through the cross of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. You got to look to the author and finish. Yes. You know, you have to know that that the object of your faith is what he done on Calvary. It can't, there's no other way that you're going to uh, be taught of the spirit of God outside of that. Just, it's, there's no way. And, you know, and there comes the simplicity. Yes. You know? Amen. You was talking about Philip the Evangelist and how simple, how simple he moved by the Holy Spirit, you know, to the Ethiopian. Right. You know, and the Ethiopian has some change now. Look, now, he didn't ask him to give to the, uh, give to the fund because he was able to usher him into the salvation of Jesus huh. Christ. Right? That's right. I mean, he, he look, look, hey, man, he, he, the Ethiopian had, he had snaps, bro. Yes, he did. But Philip didn't try to take advantage of that because he knew his purpose. Mm-hmm. He knew his mission. That's his right. mission was to usher that man into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. All, all the book of Acts gives us so many examples of people who, yeah. who, who were met with Christ. You know, jailers, people in jail, people on the beach, women, you know, families, you people know. People in office. Magistrates governors. and governors and the gospel is for everybody, bro. That's what I love about it, man. He ain't no, he ain't a respecter of person. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to continue to 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 spread, you know, the kingdom, uh, spread the word of God. And uh, what I'm not excited about is getting these notifications of this. Uh, Alleged uh, 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 Russell Wilson trade. I, I, that's what I'm not excited about. Hey, bro. But, hey, uh, you know me, being a 49 <laughs> That's where we separate, bro. Being a 49er, I'm like, ding dong, the witch is dead. Get him uh, out of there. Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to hear this whole Bears trade for quarterback could be huge. Russell there's Wilson. No, there's no trade that can. Let me say this as a as a as a. As a, as a Seahawks hater. Audience, don't you listen to me, this bro. guy. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm a hater for real. Don't listen right? to this guy right now, y'all. Don't listen to him. But I'm saying there is no replacement for Russell Wilson. No. If you let him go, I'll tell the Seahawks, I don't know what is the disgruntlement in the organization. Pete, you need to take yourself, bro, and relax. Because there's nobody that you will get that will replace Russell Wilson unless Russell Wilson, you will trade him. Look at me being, you know, a, a, a GM. <laughs> I'm going to trade him for to somebody who can give me a one through five pick, right? Right. And I'm going to go get that boy out of Ohio State. Huh. That I've seen in the top 50, in, in the 150 top quarterbacks. Uh, when him, Trevor Lawrence, his name is Justin Fields, and Tua, and, and, and I watched him win that particular competition. Right. Justin Fields. So, so unless 
you are trading for a top pick moving up in the top, I'm going to say five. Hopefully nobody gets Justin Fields and you go after Justin Fields. That's the only way I can see because there is no replacement for Russell Wilson. Absolutely none. I mean. There is no replacement. It's that's it. First of all, I'm going to say because he's a man of God. He's a leader of men. That's number one. Definitely. And look, and look, you got to remember, <clears throat> when we read about Joseph, it says that every place that he went, man, it prospered. Didn't he say that? Yeah. And, it prospered. And Russell will be successful wherever he goes. Come on. And, and look, as he leaves, the prosperity of that team leaves with him. I'm just saying, unless another man of God is sent there. Yeah, I I mean, I I, I told some of these fans already, listen, uh, if Russ is gone, I hope y'all are ready to get into some dark ages in this uh, Seahawks organization, man. Get the badge back out. Go ahead and and, and just get ready, man, because it ain't going to be good out here for a while. (laughs) <laughs> and keep wearing the gear now, because the people that I that I ain't been seeing wearing the look, they wear Seahawks hat every day. If they stop wearing the gear, hey, to my boy out there, Fletcher, shout out, bro. Because if you stop wearing the gear, I'm on you. Right. I'm gonna be sweating you now like sweat socks. Don't even trip. Man, these people, for real, I don't blame you neither. Because I'm gonna be doing the same thing. I'm like y'all, y'all just falling off now, huh? Yeah, it, it's it's quote it's quoted right here, bro. There is a real sense of panic in that building. <laughs> An NFL executive told so and so, "Don't underestimate how desperate they are." He talking about the Bears. The Bears is willing to give up everything. Everything for Russell Wilson. They Look, said uh, it's, my, my GM at my company walked by me two weeks ago. And, and and looked and showed me, looked at me, and pointed with his phone. And guess what it had? Uh. Russell Wilson in a Chicago Bear uniform. I was just like, man, he just started laughing because he's a Chicago, because he's from Chicago. He just started <laughs> laughing. Oh, he just shit. started laughing, bro. I was like, man. Hey, look, it says they're willing to part with a boatload of draft picks. That's what it says, a boatload. Doggone, y'all, relax. It ain't going to happen, man. Bump that. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm officially telling it right now. Russell Wilson will not be a bear. Sorry. Maybe not this year anyway. Not definitely this year or next year. Quote me on that. Well, hey, look, look, I'll, I'll tell you this, Miguel. I'm sure you ain't the only one praying, so one should chase a thousand, <laughs> and two will put ten thousand to flight. So, hey, look, you know. quote, quote me on that, man. Quote me on that. <laughs> hey, hey, look, 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 look. So you know, hey, look, we don't want to be coming back on here. Look, I know that you got a prophetic gift, you know, and, and, but I don't want you to miss the mark on the show, though, bro. I'm not gonna. Hey, look. I ain't going to, and if I did, it's okay, y'all. I missed the mark. But it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. All right, man. Well, look, I ain't got too much else, bro. I know you got some other things you got to do, too. So 
Man, we we want to thank everybody, man, for for listening to us, man, and and just not just listening to us, but the spirit of God in us, man. And um, we hope you've been encouraged a little more lately, you know, to just hold on, you know, hold on, hold on to your faith, man. Hold on, put keep your hand on the plow. Greater things Come are on. coming, you know. God is gonna do and fulfill what He said He's gonna do, you know. In the meantime, continue to worship, continue to praise him, write some stuff down. I even went to the Dollar Tree and got me a new booklet so I could write some of these things down, bro, because I'm like, man. Uh, yes, sir. Look, I got <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I got the composition book, bro. I got sections. I got a house. I got podcasts. I got family. I got studio. All my little, look, I got it all detailed, bro. Because you got to do that with God. You got to ask God what you want. What do you want? That's right. Don't be afraid. He's willing to give you the kingdom. What else won't he give you? All this stuff is minute to whatever we really asking him. And honestly. Come on, man. He said this, he, ain't, he, he ain't going to give his kids a rock. Come on. They actually He gave you his only son. He gave Ooh, you his only son. Said, what won't he do? Man. I might not, mm. I might not give a toy away that belongs to my son let alone him but god gave his only son yes sir he won't give you a brand new pair of shoes or help you with your bill come on we gotta get out of that i know he can do it and he's gonna do it so be encouraged greater things god loves you thank you bishop for your wisdom thank you for encouraging us you know to to hold on to the salvation that has been already given to us freely by faith, yes, freely by faith, and that we belong to God. Yes, yes. Until, yes, until then, continue to press in, man, because God is still going to do some amazing things with us. Hey, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Thank God. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Get ready, because here he comes. Here he comes. Absolutely. So every Thursday, no judgment zone. <clears throat> I am your host, Miguel Profect Esparza, and my anointed co-host, Bishop. We thank you again for joining us. Until next time, we love y'all. God bless you. Peace. <laughs>